Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, uh, where we dive deep into different uh, jobs and people. Welcome, everyone. Um, you're speaking to Lagato Mugati. I'll be your interviewer today. And today I have my guest, Egan Geisman. I said your name correctly, sir. Thank you so much, Lagato. Yes, you did. Yes. How are you feeling today? No, awesome. It's a Wednesday. Um, we're obviously getting closer to the weekend, so we're almost there. Oh, halfway through the week. <laughs> yes. But, but Egan, when I look at your um, 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 resume now, right, because I'm going to talk to you and I did a little bit of research um, on you and it is really extensive. It was a really long, extensive one. And you just told me that you were 33 years young. Yes, I did. And you've done so much. Okay, first I want to start with your qualifications. Okay. You have five qualifications on your belt. You're, pre- <laughs> you're currently busy with your education, training, and development practice. Yes. Right? That's what I'm currently busy with or, or looking to actually complete it. Yes. Um, I'm actually doing my SDF um, next week. Uh-huh. So, yeah, hopefully that all goes well. Then I'll start jumping into the EDTP. Oh, okay. So yes. you're doing like another qualification exactly. before the other one. Yes. So you're going to have seven. Like, um, it's not five, it's hopefully. seven. Hopefully. And hopefully we can start doing honors next year. Oh, <laughs> Egan, the time. <laughs> Where do you find the time? No, we just have to make time, eh? Yes. And then I can see that now you are currently um, employed as an assistant human resource manager, right? Yes. Um, for my, OVK. For OVK, mm. um, assistant HR manager, but obviously officially from 1st of July only. First of July only. But before that, I saw that you have like an extensive experience with human resources, right? You were recruited first and you worked for FNB as well at some point. We're doing HR work, Yes, mostly. Mostly. I was was actually one of the lucky ones to to actually study HR and walk into HR and been in HR ever since. Ever since. And you've never lost the touch. You, You still love it. Definitely. Why did you Why did you choose HR? Why HR? Well, I think um, it was a big discussion between my father and I in mm-hmm. terms of him being a lawyer and, and doing construction as well. Yes. So, um, especially for me, I was into sports and I wanted to do sports. Uh-huh. And we had the discussion. It was like, I don't want to sit with books every day and study full-time actually Mm. Uh, i wanted to play sport i also had a small business that i was running at the time with him yes um and then he just suggested to me why don't you follow the hr route and at first it was i was a bit skeptical about it Mm -hmm. and then obviously as time grew on and i started my first year i actually started enjoying it and um yeah that's that that's how i ended up in the hr space and does HR not have too much books? Because you said you don't want to have too much books or not, did you have not, to adapt a bit there? Not really. Um, for me, I wasn't one in terms of stats and all that stuff. Mm. Um, I love theory and, yes. and I think that's why I decided let me rather than just study um, something that I would like um, mm. r- rather than having something that I wouldn't like. And especially in terms of something like maths, I, I struggled with maths <laughs> back then. Yes. Um, but luckily, I kept my accounting. Um, yes. So, so, so it was something for me that I decided. Listen, this is something that I actually wanted to do, 
And yeah. like I said, as time grew, I actually fell in love with, with the HR, HR space. Yeah. And our dear listeners, if you'd see um, the young man sitting in front of him, he looks like a very happy man. So you can see he's doing what he loves. <laughs> You're doing what you love. Um, so so I, you've told us now a little bit about um, how you got to loving HR, right? But being an assistant manager, it's not an easy task. I mean, you have to climb up the ladder a bit. So please just tell us about your background, how you got to where you are, your educational background, things that you did, um, maybe like small, like see you have a lot of um, um, qualifications on your belt. How did they all help you to get to this current position? Yeah, so just coming back to my studies, um, mm. I was fortunate enough to get a bursary through the Free State Rugby Union to actually study. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I completed my, my degree, actually. Yeah. Um, so I've studied HR, completed my diploma at CUT in 2011, mm-hmm. did my BTEC 2012. And uh, as you could see, there's a long break in between in terms of the studies. Yes. Um, I think I only started again. 20, 2012, 20, 2019. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, so it's always been um an issue for me in terms of i need to get experience as well mm, and not yes. only the qualification yes. and uh, hence the reason for me only starting or looking at the studies um now recently yes. only um, but i think it added on to the experience that i've gained mm. um, where i then eventually completed my advanced uh, or higher certificate or advanced label or certificate actually yeah. And um, previous to that, I did a MDP, which is a management uh, development program also at the University of the Free State. So, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, um, I would like to look at the training part now because I'm looking after recruitment and training as well within the company at OVK. Mm. So that's something that I just need to look into um, to actually give me the necessary experience and um, knowledge in terms of what is expected in the training department as well. Yes. Um, other than that, coming back to my experience, um, I think, like I mentioned, I was fortunate enough to actually start with the studies in terms of HR and then also got a position within FNB. Um, yes. And that's actually where I started um, as a HR ops assistant. Mm. within FNB 2010 and I worked my way through I started as a HR coordinator after that went on to recruitment mm. and then I got an opportunity to become a HR business partner um, with FNB at yes. the age of 23 so it was it was it was quite big in terms of this youngster being 22 23 becoming a HR business partner yes um, because I mean that's that's a senior role within within the company um, I am married. My, my mm. wife actually had twins. Oh, and um, we were staying far apart because she was in Bloom, I was in PE. Yes. And then I decided now I had to come back home. Uh. And that's where my journey ended with um, FNB. FNB. Mm. And I was fortunate enough to actually stay in the banking sector. Yes. Uh, I then got an opportunity with NetBank as a recruiter again. Mm. And then from there, things just became better as well. Um, I, I, I went to LabourNet as an IR consultant. Yeah. And after that, I went to Defenso as an HR manager. And then I got the lovely opportunity to come and work at OVK yes. um, as an HR officer. I started with them in 2018. Mm. And then obviously, within a year or two, I then grew and then got a senior position in terms of uh, head of recruitment. And then from there, I was lucky enough to get the assistant manager position that um, 
I will be you going into as of first uh, of July. Yes. That's that that that's huge. I mean, from from, um, I know just being a business partner. It's yeah. a big deal. I have a lot of friends of mine who just like if I could just get there. Yeah. It's a big deal. And you did at twenty three. Yes. And already, um, wherever you are right now, you now you are um an assistant manager also in OVK where you've been here for like two years, if I'm not mistaken, just you just said. Yes, I've I've been with the company for four four years and a bit. Yes. Um yeah, but obviously the, the, the more senior positions has been within the last two years. And you're, still, you're slowly growing up the ladder, so that's, Definitely. that's a big, big deal. Um, but with all of the success that's coming with you, and I, I'm sure you also had, just like you said, you wanted to be in sports before, right? Have you ever doubted your decision about going the route that you've taken before now? I wouldn't say I've, I've doubted it. Obviously, there, there is doubt mm. when, when you're young and... Like I said, the, the sport was actually the main thing for me. Yes. Um, however, when one looks at the bigger picture, and, and that's my view of it, you only get 10 to 15 years out of sport. What will you do after Afterwards, that? Afterwards, yes. And um, luckily for me, I had a good career with mm-hmm. the rugby. And um, professionally, I ended my career, I think, in 2013, 14. Okay. Um, and then I decided, listen, now is the time that one needs to start focusing on building a career which will last you for let's say the next 20 to 30 years so this was came with planning a lot of planning and that eliminates some doubt as well because you say i've made this decision i'm going to stick to it yes please listen take tips i hope you guys are there with the pens (laughs) writing down (laughs) all of these tips okay now we're going to go to the juicy part of the interview and i want to ask you what is the worst part of your job that no one knows about the worst part for me is obviously you need to make a decision mm. in terms of someone's career. So let's say, for instance, you appoint someone into a certain position. Mm. That's obviously a life-changing decision that you obviously make. So yes. let's say, for instance, someone comes from a different company to your specific company and now you appoint this person. Mm. And this person realizes, I'm not happy where I'm at. You understand where I'm coming from. So yes. so it, it, it obviously, in terms of the HR or recruitment space, you want to find the perfect fit every time, which does not always happen. Happen. Yeah. Ah, you have the difficult decision. <laughs> that's, that, that's actually, I've never thought about that. Um, an HR uh, a partner has to make all these decisions for you, and they're giving you a job that might not match your personality at all. Most definitely. And you spend nine hours or more at work. Exactly. <laughs> so you need to be happy where you are. <laughs> wow, okay. So what makes up for the best? What What's the best part of your job? What makes up for all of those um, tough decisions you have to make? I think if if, if I look back um, and, I, and, I, and I look at myself mm. in terms of where I've been and where I'm going, obviously the growth part is obviously the best uh-huh. where you can find someone you, let's say you onboard them, you appoint them, and seeing them grow as an individual within a company and knowing mm. that you've ov- obviously had a hand in, in that getting that person to where that person is today. Yeah. So, yeah. That is fulfilling. That sounds fulfilling so much. So, sir, um, you, you've spoken a lot about your career and how you've gotten here, right? Um, as you're speaking, you're speaking so swiftly, nicely. Like, I did this, I did that. <laughs> but I'm sure it was not that easy to get to where you are right now. So what was the biggest challenge 
in terms of your career having to get to this point? Yeah, I think the the biggest challenge will always be um challenging yourself. Mm. And I think wanting better for yourself. Yeah. That that's always the biggest challenge and sometimes we don't understand where where we're heading um or, mm. or how things are going to turn out. And sometimes and I think what I've realized recently is that we have an entitlement as as the youth and as the youngsters that that if I've studied this, I need to be a manager, or I need to become a manager, or I am the manager. Mm. Um, but obviously, and, and that's what I've learned through the years, is that we learn and we grow and we need to challenge each other. Um, mm. So that for me is the biggest thing with regards to, or, or not basically the challenges in life, but sometimes we need to step back and take a seat back and say, listen, I faulted or this is something that I need to work on before yes. I can go to the next level. Mm. And I think that's something that I've learned throughout my career. Like I mentioned, being in a, in a senior position at an early age, looking back today and saying, listen, I think it was a good step to, to just sit back a bit and yes. refocus and start climbing the ladder from the bottom again. Um, I think sometimes we want to jump too early <laughs> and and that obviously is yeah. is one of the biggest mistakes that we can make. You're just spitting so much wisdom today. <laughs> Going back, and I think that's the hardest thing for people to do is go back yeah. when you already got in so far, and then you're like, I'm not yet as equipped as I should be to be here, so I need to go back. That takes willpower and sheer strength. No, it definitely does. <laughs> um, and and really believe does. me, it's not easy. Um, it's it's not that I that I'm not at ease in terms of where I was at that moment. Mm -hmm. But looking back, and, I, and, and I, this is always a thought that I have with myself, if I were to stay in that position at that age and where I'm sitting today, where would I have been? Mm. Um, because the thing is, obviously, you're looking for something better uh, or to grow. Mm. So I just think we need to let the process uh, allow us as well um, in terms of where we want to go and where we want to end up at the end of the day. Yeah. What is it that we don't know about your job? I think, or my view of it is, everybody thinks that they can do HR. <laughs> um, and because because the thing is, for, for everyone, or the perspective is that HR is easy. Um, <laughs> And and one of the things that we normally struggle with is that we don't mean anything to the business in terms of we don't pr put profit on the table, mm. like the salespeople, the marketers and all that. Yes. But I think for me, the, the main thing in terms of HR is adding value um, yes. and then also assisting the business at the end of the day to ensure that they actually make, make the profit. Make a profit, yes. So, so yeah, I, I don't think... Most of the people know and understand HR, and I think what's nice about HR is you can pick up the phone, and if you're unsure about something, we will be there to assist. To assist. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's that's the perspective that's out there is that everyone thinks and it. and knows that they they can do HR, but um, yeah, it's 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 not as easy as as everyone thinks. Man. I, I, I'm guilty of thinking that I can do HR. That's why I'm laughing because I'm thinking, I've had the thoughts, like, oh, I can do this. Um, but but, but I'm, I'm sure, yeah, I mean, 
having to deal with people is is is, is really a difficult task because you're trying to mediate between the business and the people. Yeah. Um, your job, how, how has it changed your perspective of of life? I'm sure you interact with a lot of human beings on a daily basis. How has that changed how you view life? Yeah, and I, and, and I want to come back on what you've just previously mentioned in terms of the human being. Mm. And that's the most interesting part for me is that we're working and dealing with humans on a daily basis. Mm. And obviously, today you're moody, the next day you're happy and all that. And I think that's, that's, that's what's nice about it for me, um, working with humans. And yes. you, you, you would have thought you've seen it all and then just all of a sudden there's something different coming up again. Yes. And, and I think that for me is, is why I fell in love with, with the HR space mm. um, because you're dealing with people and and you also start understanding and learning from different people yes. um, which then obviously shapes you as a human being um, and and I think that's the most critical part for me to ensure that you can actually apply that in your own life to in, to, to to say that I need to consider a lot of other things before I make a final decision on something. Can I shadow you? <laughs> <laughs> You're more than welcome. Oh, gosh, <laughs> okay, so now we've got into the part of the podcast or segment where it's called the fire questions, okay? Don't think about it. You must answer it immediately. Are you ready for our fire questions? Fire away. I can't live without? My family and my support. My secret weapon is? God. I always have? Uh, fun. I will never stop having fun. I hope um, that I can make an impact and change in the HR profession. You actually are one of the best <laughs> interviewees. We actually answered <laughs> it so quickly. Well done. Thank you so, so much, sir, for coming to our podcast. That's the end of our show and end of my questions. I enjoyed it thoroughly sitting here with you. Um, thank you for making the time. And I hope that um, our listeners really did find it fruitful and that they are going to uh, follow into your path and Take some of your wisdom um, going forward into the HR spectrum or, or anyway, other working environments that you want to work in. But thank you so, so much um, and hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much, Lirato. I just want to thank um, UFS as well, the University of the Free State, for inviting me. Mm -hmm. And then obviously you guys at Career Services that um, is doing this wonderful job to ensure that we get ourselves out there. Mm. And then, um, yeah, if, if there's anything that anyone needs, needs assistance on or with, um, please follow our website at www.ovk.co.za for opportunities because we are a business of opportunities. Mm. And yeah, um, once again, thank you so much and have a lovely day. Thank you. Thank you, Egan. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success. 